I'm so damn excited you're here. Welcome to your LinkedIn Gal podcast, where we're all about building your personal brand, business, and life we truly proud of, deserve, and freaking love. My name is Selena, ex-LinkedIn girl turned CEO of the In Academy. I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual insider tips to take you from where you're at now to where you want to be in your life, career, and business. This show is all about real talk, having a blast, as we have epic guests, incredible stories, and tips and tricks to help us get out of our heads. I create your LinkedIn Gal podcast to help you get real results on LinkedIn, utilize the power of this platform, stop feeling stuck, overwhelmed, and lack of time to figure LinkedIn all by yourself. I'm here for you. If you're an entrepreneur, coach, or one in making side hustlers who are looking to build a high-impact personal brand, ramp up social engagement, and turn your LinkedIn connection into customers, then you, my friend, you're at the right place. And let's not forget, we love a good cup of coffee. Got yours? So, insiders, let's do this. We are going to talk about comparison is the bitch, all right? And that's that one thing that creeps on you with that warning, which is comparison. Perhaps it could be you chatting with a friend, you scroll through social media on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or even just walk across the street from Ghostery, right? All these takes is just a dose of someone having something that you perceive as better than you. And then it strikes. And your brain started to inject toxic thoughts about yourself. You will feel guilty, you're ashamed, you feel worthless. And that's called comparisonitis. We all suffer from it. And that's a term that I first learned when I read, you know, comparisonitis. I learned from Melissa and Bosserini, a book called How to Stop Comparing Yourself to Others and Be Genuinely Happy. And we constantly compare ourselves to one another, like compare basically everything, right? The looks, the career, their finances, processions, all of the things that determine our worth. So at some point, we all felt short. Then what, I ask, right? Will we allow all these comparisons to our worth, our identity, our happiness to make matter worse, right? Comparison culture is only going to expand. Thanks to social media, I mean, you and I are still on it. I know it's a little bit like ironic to talk about that, but I'm going to give you actual practical steps that how you can make sure you're not, you're catching yourself comparison with others and have this overload of information at our fingertips. We have a lot of opportunity to basically compare ourselves than ever before. So when is your last time that evil thoughts of comparing yourself with somebody up here, my friend? I am going to talk and share some tips how you can navigate comparison. Let's be real. We can't say let's avoid comparison and it's going to be poof, it's gone, right? So we're going to identify that and we're human is wired to want to belong to have a connection with some other people. That's like genuinely how we do it. But it's about the reframing, right? Like, and I think we all could use an extra shot of coffee and take that extra shot with me to master. I like to call this your mean girl and your mean boy, right? Because they are basically badging you, demotivating you, right? Put the condition of comparisonitis under a microscope and I'm Pack those symptoms and let's heal from this disease together and liberate your headspace and raise your self-worth so radically that you never let comparison rob your happiness again. So 
comparing your life with someone else, you are setting up an unfair playing field from the start. Why? Because there's no two people are exactly alike. Even twins, they're different. With different genetics, with different thumb appearance, there's different life experience, there's different personality, right? Embrace the uniqueness of what makes who you are. Comparing yourself with others is a surefire recipe that it would drop your self-confidence and ultimately unhappiness. So why am I doing that to yourself? When I'm doing research on this episode, when I'm preparing for it, I stumble upon Jay Shetty on purpose, uh, one of his uh, books, and I, I read something that he said, quit the voice of comparison in your life. And one thing I love to quote him is he, he said, what we don't always realize is that we're comparing our behind the scene to someone else's highlight reel. People only publish things on social media they want you to see, they want you to remember, right? So that's really, really crucial. Find ways to stop comparing yourself to others. How to define your own personal success, right? So first of all, there is healthy, which is upward comparison. There's also toxic, downward comparison. Gym is a very good example of it could be an upward and healthy comparison. For example, you're on a treadmill. You're running very fast. You're, you're happy. And then there's another person joining and they start cranking up the speed next to you and the incline as well. And you felt like, oh, actually, I can do that too. And you're being encouraged in that environment to crank up the speed as well as, you know, speeding up your incline. And after the workout, you felt like, oh, I feel so good about myself. I felt so proud of myself. And it's so true. I can push myself to the limit to do even further, right? I can go harder. And I don't think I could. That is a healthy upward comparison. But how about downwards, right? Okay, let me give you one more healthy comparison in workspace, right? For example, new work environment, uh, you just join into a new company. You don't know how to be in relation with that person. For example, your boss, you don't know how to deal with them. And they could be getting annoyed if you are late for a meeting for one minute, or they're super chill about everything. You look around in comparison. How is everyone reacting in relation with that person? And you can gauge and change your behavior in accordance to the data you receive. So you know, oh, I treat like they treat the manager like this. So I will change a little bit, right? So this is a healthy way of comparison. How does it turn to toxic? Become comparisonitis when we compare ourselves and then we attribute meaning to it. We make up toxic ideas to what doesn't really mean to others, but to us, right? And we make it, you know, mean, negative, something that like demotivating about ourselves, right? Instagram is a great example. You saw all these amazing travel of your friends every day. You saw people like taking pictures with, I don't know, like Ferrari, all these nice cars where they go on holidays, all these things to show off. Again, this is what they want you to see. You don't see the behind the scene. Maybe they got a sponsorship. Maybe they got friends that inviting them to their car. There's so many things behind the scene that you don't know. And you start criticizing yourself like, oh, my life is boring. Me and my family can't afford it, whatever. You spiral into that comparisonitis, an unhealthy downward comparison. And that's what we need to address. 
And that's what we need to become aware of. And that's eat away of us every day. I'll start with the very first step that you need to help yourself with. Define what success and happiness truly means to you about your life. Physically, financially, emotionally, mentally, as well as spiritual. If you don't do this step, if you don't define it, you're forced to use the definition of other, right? Because you don't know. You don't have the base of it. You will have the default setting or definition of others. You borrow what other people think about success for you. Let's put basically as a really good idea. Someone like, you know, athlete like Roger Federer. I absolutely love him. Serena Williams. If we all compare ourselves with them, athletes that performing highly in the top of the world, we'll feel inadequate, powerless, because they have a different set of definition of success. Why? Because that linked to their livelihood, you know, how they make money, that linked to their career. And they have like all day, like they have different teams that supporting them in order to contribute to the success. They have their own health team, they have their workout team, they have nutrition team, they have basically teams of every area of their life. Their body, physical goals is their life. Compare It's so hard to win if you don't have that base definition, how you see success as well as happiness of your own. Let me give more examples so that it would channel it a little bit better. Somebody can be financially reaching money at certain age. There's so many society telling us, oh, you need to make seven figures, six figures by the age you're 30. You buy um, 35, you should have your own family and then you send them to what will prestige school. And if you don't go to that XYZ university, you're not worthy, right? But what if someone have a meaningful, fulfilled career, but makes less money and they're happy? Or what if you make a lot of money, but doesn't really allow you the time to take holiday. What my point is, there's always a shift of scale. There's no one that's going to have it all. Trust me, even if it appears that way, but the timeline is not lenient, my friend. That's the biggest challenge to this definition of success and happiness of life. It's fine not to have it all at the same time. We're all pursuing different stage of life of success as well as happiness. You can give up that false desire to have it all at the same time. Trust me on that, my friend. They have a different set of priorities and so do you. So you need to figure out all by yourself what you truly stand for. So do you have that definition of success and happiness? So I hope the very first fundamentals is one of the things that you truly need to think about when it comes to, you know, defining your own success as well as defining what happiness is for you, because everybody will have different sets of priority. Let's drill down to how you can stop yourself and start taking ownership and control of your mental space, which is stop comparing, comparing yourself. Most often we do these social comparisons without really realizing it's true. And it's come natural. Like I said, it struck you. And once you realize it, that you start comparing yourself, give yourself a pause. When I say a pause, meaning, you know, do something different. Caught yourself or something. Don't berate yourself or feel bad. Acknowledge that thought 
and gently change the focus. So there's a couple of actual solutions and actual practices that I have been doing for myself so I can kick that bad vibe up, all right? And I hope I can help you with it. First one is stop taking your phone to the toilet. All right, you might be laughing at me at this point, but it's so true. And how much time are you spending on social media each day, right? You can see your screen time on your phone. And you can plan also a social media free Sunday. If you can take one day a week that it's free social media, you will see a huge change. Again, I want to remind you that social media, it's everyone's highlighting reel. And sometimes it's fine. Take that pause. You know, free up that mind space for yourself for just one day a week. It's not much. I hope those actual solutions will help you. So next one, it's counting your blessing. Count what you have, not what you don't. Think about how lucky you are to have what you have right now. To have the people in your life that truly care about you and to be alive, right? And you have everything you need to accomplish good in your little section of the world. Find that motivation in them to pursue more. Know your core value. Moving on to next, number four, focusing on your strength. We need to stay in our own lane, my friend. Instead of focusing on your weakness or other people's strength, identifying your own strength is the number one key. Celebrate them. Proud of them. When people tell you how good you are in several things, take ownership of them. Say thank you to them because it is. We need to celebrate you. Don't ever, when people give you tons of compliments and say, oh, stop there. No, embrace it because you are so worth those compliments. Find good about them. Work on using them to your best advantage. So here are a couple of actual solutions that you can do to really start staying in your own land, focusing on your strength. Number one, follow people who inspire you. Inspire you live, inspire, motivate you to strive better, become a better person. Inject a positive mindset and they will genuinely want you to be, you know, successful. Surround them with that. Follow these people. Look up to your mentor. Look up your coaches. Go and find a mentor. Find a life coach coach that will lead your life to be better, want you to be truly successful, surround with people like that. So moving on to next, focusing on journey. Progress matters. We are all in this journey together. You're searching for something. We're all searching for something. There's always something you will become to learn, to create, to excel. Strive towards something bigger than yourself. Envision where your voice is going to be. Is it going to be in that two stadiums? Is it going to help other people? Is it going to empower other people? Strive towards something bigger than yourself. Make your life meaningful. Life is not a competition. It's a journey. Progress counts. For example, some of the things that, you know, true to my story is when I quit my corporate job, right? I, I work for my own. Now I have my own company, the In Academy. People don't really understand. And even one of my parents don't understand. They're like, why are you giving up this steady, high paying job in the middle of COVID and try to do something risky? It's not the best time to do it. It's not the journey you want to take. You want to be successful. And that's going back to my very first point. How successful defined me? is what happiness defined me. One, some of the things that I impact many others positive, that helps me. So that's truly giving me the value. So I know what I love every single day. And that's super meaningful. 
And I have the you. I have this incredible community that tuning in week in and week out, listening to me and supporting each other. And I get to serve all the time. And I'm getting to make all these difference impact positively in the world through every single one of you. And you give me that opportunity and I'm so grateful for that. So make choices and make that meaningful, powerful move that focusing on your own journey, not others. I hope this is really helpful for you. So last but not least, it's going to be a way that I love the most, but also quite cheesy. It's okay to be imperfect. Delete perfection, literally, from your dictionary. Stop saying perfect. Stop. Just stop. Because I'm certainly not perfect. And I have learned to be okay with it. No one is perfect. There's nobody who's going to be 100 angle is a perfect person. And I mean, unless it's a higher power, not perfect. We're not gone. That's an important space to be found. Remembering that nobody is perfect. And nobody is living a painless life. It's just life. You, we not all need to figure all by ourselves. To try and require an obstacle to overcome. And if, if you have been following me for a while, I always said the difficult roles always lead to beautiful destination. And that's how I see life. So just keep improving and don't think you will ever reach to be that perfect person and stop letting other people set rules, set definition on what is really truly means for success as well as happiness. So here we go, my friends. I hope this session is helpful. I know there's a lot of mental talk here, but I think it's just one of the things that I truly need to identify and talk to you about today. Let's stop comparing ourselves to others. There's no sense to ways alive, our energy, being jealous of other people because there's just not the right ones. And to Jay Shetty said, right? Stop comparing saying you're com- behind the scene of your life to someone's highlighting reel, especially on social media. Take those practice, take those action that I talk about. Give yourself one day free out of social media. My day is Sunday. I hope you got one as well. Stop taking phones to bathroom. All these actionable tips, I hope it helps you. And let's start living our lives in our very own If you're not going to do your best work unless you have a very special, unique gift in your life, you simply cannot be concerned with how you are compared with others. You have much to celebrate. You're entirely unique. Start thinking about all the things that you do have, the things that you love, the people that you surrounding you that spark you joy and love who you are and support whatever you do. Count those blessings that life has given you and make this as a regular practice. Make that as your muscle every single day. Liberate your headspace and be finally genuine happy with your own life. So I hope today's message is strong. I hope that it's helpful for all of you. And I truly appreciate every one of you down here. Before you go, remember, bet on yourself and life will bet on you. Thank you so much for tuning in today, insiders. Because of you subscribing, leaving positive reviews, shouting out this podcast, telling your friends, I'm so pumped that I'm kind of sweaty right now just because how excited I am to deliver valuable content that will hopefully help you in a meaningful way in building your personal brand, 
business and life that you freaking love. Your feedback means the world to me. I'd like you to share new topics and things you want to know about LinkedIn, so I can continue making this podcast experience even better for you. And the rest of the insiders, email us hello at theinacademy.com and share your thoughts. Have a fantastic week ahead. Bye for now. Thank、you